ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, June 15th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling us on the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Shelter, it is made pure. Open lines this hour. You can also find me on social media at Paul Swan on Twitter. Facebook, we've got you as well. If you're a Facebook user, you can go to our page, The Drive with Paul Swan. You get daily show updates. You can find out what's happening. You'll never miss the podcast. Or you can also join the group. Link over to the group by following the page. It's all on Facebook. So looking forward to finding you there on social media. As I mentioned, open lines for you this hour. Um, we don't have a show tomorrow. Baseball is um, interfering with our ability to do a show at 5 because uh, it's going to be an afternoon game, late afternoon game for the Pirates. So no show tomorrow. Back on Thursday, tentatively on Thursday, Mark Martin from WCHS. He's going to have the TV call of the North-South game coming up this weekend. So that's what we've got to look forward to on Thursday. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. We do have stuff to get into today. Marshall, good things keep happening for the Thundering Herd. First of all, for the Thundering Herd, Marshall men's soccer senior goalkeeper Kyle Winquist awarded the uh, Jim Castellina Alita. I apologize there. I completely butchered his name. But he won a, a scholarship by Conference USA. So congratulations to him. Marshall women's golf junior Torin Kalaski. Honored with the Conference USA Spirit of Service Award. So that came out today. So congratulations to her. Thundering Herd will receive a uh, all the league teams, one member of the athletic department, or at least the uh, student athletes, you get for each season. There is uh, one person awarded. So you know, there are multiple opportunities, but still, you know, only one Thundering Herd student-athlete eligible during a, a season. So uh, you've got everyone represented in Conference USA here, unfortunately. Not more people can be honored, but still pretty big deal here. And that's the fun thing there. Yeah, that's the one thing I think we overlook sometimes is yeah, these student-athletes are doing so much more. They're in the community. So uh, that happened today. Big news out of Morgantown, not as big as yesterday, and we'll get into that. We'll get into Conference USA and WVU a little bit more. We'll talk to you about that, but I think Marshall will follow. If not sooner, we'll hear WVU sporting events will be back to full capacity for the 2021 season. Now, as you remember, WVU was a little bit more reticent, a little bit more hesitant to allow fans Back during the height of the pandemic, Marshall had outlined this plan where a certain amount of people could attend games. There would be spacing. Same thing with basketball. Basketball was a little bit different. It was a lottery system, so you would win the lottery for a particular game, and then you could buy that ticket. So you couldn't just get a season ticket and go to every game. You had to win a lottery or have your name drawn. 
Of course, there were cancellations right and left throughout the season for a lot of teams. So West Virginia announcing today that they're going to be back to full capacity for all their athletic events. So I'm sure we're going to see similar news for Marshall coming out full house for Charles Huff's first season as the head coach of the football team. Basketball will be able to enjoy a full house as well. I look for bigger crowds at football. About the same for basketball. There'll be probably a lot of people with basketball, though, because haven't had a real opportunity to see basketball in so long if you didn't get a, a chance to win a lottery ticket. But for football, I expect a good crowd there. A lot of people showing up excited to see what Marshall football looks like under Charles Huff. And that's really a sign there that we're back to almost being at least what the new normal is as far as how we proceed with this. And I'm kind of curious, you know, what, if any, restrictions will there be? I know some places are still, hey, if you're if you're not vaccinated, got to wear a mask. I, I don't know if you're going to have those mandates, anything like that. I, I don't anticipate that, but still, we'll see what Marshall does there. So uh, that was interesting to see that today. And, of course, probably the big news, in, at least on national sports, If you've been following baseball, pitchers are going to be ejected and suspended for 10 games for using illegal foreign substances to doctor baseball. Major League Baseball really coming down on this, cracking down. Because you know how Major League Baseball operates. Love the sanctity of the game, right? Baseball loves the fact that it has cultivated this image. It might not be 100% accurate, but cultivated this image to a degree of just the sanctity of the game. It's failed at times. There have been scandals. There have been cheating scandals. There have been, let's just say, for a lack of a better way to describe this, there have been incidents in baseball over the years. And baseball is really sensitive to things like this. You can't have doctored balls. You can't have anything like this. So what's going to happen here is if if it's found out that you're doctoring this ball, you're doing whatever you're doing, you're going to be ejected. If you're a pitcher, you're going to be ejected and you're going to be suspended for 10 games. You can't you can't be using foreign substances. So no, it's not going to happen. And this is coming out, of course, the commissioner's office because strikeouts are happening a lot, right? A lot of strikeouts, a lot of situations where hitters are just having a hard time here. And you can't have that. As much as we like to see really good pitching, we're paying for the long ball, right? We're paying for the hits. That's what we want. We want home runs. We want triples. We want doubles. We'll take a single now and then. We'll take a rare bunt if it advances a runner. We'll do it. But we want offense. Forget this. Forget these one nothing games. We don't want those one nothing games. We want offense, right? If, if you're paying a ticket price, you're paying for your ticket. You're going to go to the game. You want to sit through a no-hitter or do you want to sit through like a 6-5 game? At least Major League Baseball thinks, hey, you want to see some runs here. You want to see some offense. But there's been a record amount of strikeouts. And the batting average is a little different at this point now. It's at record numbers. I mean, we're not talking about maybe a five-year average low. We're talking a half-century low. And so they're going to be regular checks of all pitchers, all of them. You You don't have to even request it if you're an opposing manager. You don't have to. Umps are going to take a little bit more charge of this. And so what's the penalty here? You get suspended, you're going to get paid. I'm getting vacation. You know what? I doctored this ball. Oh, well. Oh, sorry. I'm out for 10 games. I'm going to get paid. See you in, see in a couple weeks, right? Now, repeat offenders would receive, I guess the scale would slide a little bit with, with more discipline. And Major League Baseball saying teams and club employees would be subject to discipline for failure to comply. 
So what? I got to be responsible now for my guy goes out there. If he sneaks an emery board out there, alters the ball a little bit, what? I got to be responsible for that? Isn't, hey, don't do that sufficient for the league? I got to go out there, check him now. I got to be the I got to be the baseball police. I got to be the baseball police on this. See, it's a little different in my favorite sport, hockey. If you get an illegal stick, other team could go, hey, um, we think he's got an illegal stick. And you pull that out. Now, you know, not very often, but if you, you think, okay, we're going to use that as a tool. We know it. He's got it out there, but we think we can, we think we can catch him on that. I mean, that, that plays into your advantage. Well, uh, managers now go, you know what? I think you need to check that. We're going to have that now. This is going to be a tool in the manager kit. You're going to check the pitcher. Hey, you know, I, I think he's doctoring that ball. I mean, can't the ump just look at it? Uh, yeah, this looks off. I mean, how how is this going to go down? What will happen? So this is the news coming out of Major League Baseball. Baseball. I, I like watching good pitching. I, I don't know about you. I like watching good pitching, but again, it's not the most exciting part of the game. People want to see runs. People want to see hits. People want to see base running. People want to see all the activity. Now, part of this is because we've seen so many quality starts here and so many no-hitters now. We've seen a lot of what used to be pretty special. Oh, wow, he's throwing a perfect game, or he's throwing a no-hitter, or he's throwing pretty good. as exceptions to the rule for a time here. I mean, you get quality starts, of course, but... You know, it seems like it's happening more and more because I don't know pitching's gotten a little bit better. I don't know if that's pandemic induced. You had a, a sort of a, a different flow for your season. I, I don't know how to to really narrow that down to okay. Here's a logical reason for it, but Major League Baseball is coming out responding to that. So that's how they're going to break this down. Still though, I mean, what's the major penalty here? You're, you're off ten games. You're going to get paid, but you're out ten games. Okay, that's ten days rest for me. Might not help your team's bullpen a little bit, but that's that's 10 days rest for me. What's rotation? So, what, you're going to miss, what, one start, maybe two at the most? Depending on where you're at in, in the lineup, how many starts will you miss? How many opportunities will you miss? If you're a closer, maybe you're going to hurt a little bit more for not being out there. If you're a starting pitcher, are you going to really miss that many opportunities? No. Let's see how it happens. I'll see if officials uh, get really into this. As I mentioned, we got Pittsburgh Pirates baseball today and tomorrow. We'll talk about that with you when we continue. You expect that coming up tonight, 7 o'clock-ish on uh, your radio dial. We go in here about 6.40. So first pitch a little bit after 7. We'll break down what we've got to talk about with the NBA and the NHL playoffs coming up tonight. We'll do that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Twitter, you can join me at Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in for today's edition. Yesterday was crazy, wasn't it? We get the news that Conference USA has admitted West Virginia as an associate member for men's soccer. And, of course, a lot of this comes down to the Big 12 doesn't offer men's soccer. And so Conference USA has a league that makes sense for WVU, makes more sense probably than the Mid-American Conference did. And let's be honest, can you blame WVU for wanting to get out of the Mid-American Conference? It just wasn't working out. It's a, it's a good league. It really is. 
I think it's an upgrade to get into Conference USA. And, of course, there might be a little bias here on my part. I'll, I'll admit that. Still, it's a better league to get into. And, of course, I'm following social media yesterday. Now, this is all anecdotal. Social media, I still can't tell if Hurt fans are happy or mad. It's sort of a little bit of both. Some of, and let's be honest, some of you don't want to see WVU on anything. You're like, forget them. We, we don't care. And some of you are like, hey, you know what? This is a pretty good move, actually. It's a pretty good game. Makes sense. Solid soccer program coming in. Competitive. We'll get into the NCAA tournament. It'd be good for the league. And I'm still trying to kind of get a handle on this here because you got two coaches that like each other, that have a relationship. But I think really what it boils down to is that a lot of her fans feel as if this was premeditated a little bit. No, this has been in the works for a while. I think this was going to be happening sooner than later because good for travel. I mean, you get West Virginia playing Kentucky, South Carolina, and that's pretty good, right? I mean, Marshall plays Kentucky. That's pretty good. It's always fun to play Kentucky. I mean, WVU Kentucky, that'll be fun. I mean, Charlotte's always fun to play. I mean, there's some good teams in this league. But just kind of getting, just taking the temperature of the room. And again, yeah, all anecdotal because just limited in scope here. And a lot of people are like, what? Forget this. We're not here for it. But at the same time, once, and I mean once, those games are conference games. Chris Grassy is talking about yesterday with me on the program. We don't get 10,000 fans. We're not doing it right here. And I'm trying to figure out how do you put 10,000 fans? How do you take them over to hoops? How do you take them over and how do you you put them neatly? Can you put enough seating in there? 10,000? Can you make 10,000 capacity? Is that a possibility? It's going to take a lot of money. It's going to take some investment here. I can't wait to see what is in store for the soccer program, what the investment will be, because you've invested in your coach. So that means you want him to stay. You've guaranteed him some conditions. You've made it financially feasible for him to stay. You've also made it probably known that you want to invest in the program and you've got a national championship now. So that means you don't want to backslide. You want to always be in that conversation. I mean, you're, you're a national champion. You've won that. You don't you don't lose that. They don't take that away from you. Very rare they take that away from you. And now you have a league where I think you have two teams in state that will increase the profile of soccer. And I'm not saying we're going to see 30 or 40,000 fans showing up to watch Marshall soccer, but 10,000? I mean, that could be fair. That could be that could be a doable goal. Pardon the pun. That could be a doable goal. I'm just curious, what are you going to have to do? What kind of facility upgrades are you going to have to make here? Will you see the facility seating capacity increase? I mean, are you going to maybe try to double it first? You know, baby steps here. Coach was talking about maybe some added facilities here. I mean, you really want to, and, and think about it, this improves women's soccer as well. Now, the only reason why you're getting WVU men's soccer is because women's soccer is offered in the Big 12. I mean, that's the one good thing about Conference USA. Conference USA offers complete programs, both on the men's and women's side. I'd like to see men's tennis added to Marshall. Since we're talking about things, let's just add, but let's start with soccer. What can you do? And another thing that Chris talked about yesterday with us, he wants grass. The turf is great, but he wants grass. He wants a grass field. Will he get that? Will the administration, will the new athletic director, will the administration buy into that? Turf is easy to maintain, right? Turf is easy to maintain. You replace it every few years. If you maintain it, okay, you can keep it. It can it can make 
do for a while, but grass, you're going to have to keep up on that. It's grass. You're going to have to maintain the grass. You can't just leave it and say, okay, we'll see you here in a few months and come back to it. Oh, what happened here? No, you're going to have to maintain your your field. That's why you have people who specialize in, in care of grass and turf because these are surfaces that are different. Artificial turf is, you put it down, it sustains itself. If you keep you know, if you keep up on it, it's pretty easy to maintain compared to grass. And with grass, you get a different feel, right? Chris talked about that yesterday. So that could be something we see as a change. And there might be some investment dollars there. It's going to be very hard, I think, to fundraise for the near future because you've got soccer, you've got baseball. And right now, baseball needs a facility. Soccer has a facility. Soccer won a national championship. If you're contributing to Marshall, where are you going? That's an interesting question. Right now, if you are going to contribute to Marshall, unless you are a baseball-specific person, like, for example, Johnny Bench. Remember when Johnny was in town? Johnny's not dropping money on soccer, but Johnny dropped some money on baseball. He's like, hey, I believe this. You know, I was talking to Mr. Hamburg about that. He was like, you know, the guy was like, hey, you know, I like what you're doing here. So that's where we're at with soccer. And, of course, it's going to get a lot interesting now. The schedule is going to be a lot different. I mean, and you got the year-to-year game now. It's going to be a yearly conference matchup in 2022 between Marshall and West Virginia. And I was listening to a little bit of the presser. I just caught some of the highlights from it. I've never seen a, a, a presser before where you call it and you're announcing you're joining Conference USA. And you know the history between Marshall head coach Chris Grassy and WVU head coach Dan Stratford. So many of the questions to Coach Stratford involved Marshall. I didn't think he—he he probably didn't think he was going to get peppered like that. But I'm sure he knew because the timing of this is Marshall wins a national championship. All of a sudden, WVU's in Conference USA. And you know this has been in the works a little bit longer. This wasn't just a, a new occurrence. This just didn't—WVU just didn't wake up and go, hey, let's do this as, as an entity, as, as an institution. The institution just didn't go, yeah, let's do this. This has been in the works for a while. And so here it is. And so I'm just trying to get my finger on this. I think once it happens, once they're in the league, the only thing people are going to focus on is playing that game. Playing that game, it'll be fun. There'll be huge crowds on both both venues in Morgantown and Huntington. There'll be huge crowds for it. And if this means that Marshall gets to expand facilities a little bit more, I'm all for it. National Championship in itself helping maybe push the expansion further, but... Are you gonna have to acquire a little bit more property? What about the what about the park? You got the little park next to the facility there, the community park. I mean, do you have to relocate that maybe and put some seating down in the end zone areas? I mean, what do you do? Are you get, how how is that going to work? What's the seating gonna look like? Are you gonna be able to put really quality seating on both sides? Is it gonna be end zone based? Or can you can you put the seating to a point? I mean, will the seating be I mean, is it going to be one level, two level? I mean, what what can we do? How do you how do you improve this? How do you make this something where maybe one day Marshall can host an NCAA tournament? I mean, a championship like this. I mean, this is a rare incident here. Everybody played at the, at the same pretty much venue. I mean, I'll say this: you can host a lot of things if you add more seating to it. And of course, you know, youth soccer is big in the area right now. Youth soccer, you have. Barbersville's fields, they're they're getting laid down, and you're going to be able to attract more tournaments, and that's part of the thing you're doing here at youth soccer. And then 
think of this. You, you can you look at Marshall. Marshall's in the conversation now. You're if you're in the youth soccer, you're in that culture. You're in youth soccer. Heck yeah, you're gonna be looking at Marshall. Marshall has won a national championship. Of course you are. And let's be honest, that's why WVU is in Conference USA now. It's just going to be a better league for the program. I don't think it has anything to do with Marshall. I don't think it hurt that Marshall's in this, but I don't think it had anything to do with Marshall. I think it was the MAC is okay, it's a good place, but it's not the best place for the program. Here's Conference USA. More teams are getting sent to the NCAA tournament. More teams are making runs for... National Championship. Oh, hey, Marshall won the National Championship. Out of Conference USA. Let's make that move. Travel's going to be better, I think, or different. You're not going to have a situation. And, and honestly, I think the MAC did WVU wrong. WVU didn't have a chance. There were a lot of games that were, due to COVID or issues there, there were a lot of games that just, they lost off their schedule. So, kind of hurt them getting into the NCAA tournament. Now, I know as a Marshall fan, you're like, uh, we don't care. I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand. But still, they got done wrong. And so, being a Conference USA, I think Conference USA is starting to wake up to its strengths. What are Conference USA's strengths? Right now, it's soccer, definitely baseball. We could argue a few more sports, and we, we need to do that, and we'll do so. Not, not today, but we'll argue where are Conference USA's strengths. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines, as always, brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We got one NBA game tonight. We got one hockey game tonight. Eastern Conference semifinal, game five. I think we get the game five, but Milwaukee's made a series, so the Bucks and the Nets game five tonight, 8.30 p.m. TNT, where that's going to be, two games apiece there. I thought the Bucks might have been done for. This is a series now. It's now a best of three. That's what we need. We did not need a sweep. So here we go. Game five. That should be fun tonight. And then, of course, in the National Hockey League, Stanley Cup semifinal game two between the New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Again, this game is going to be on NBC Sports Network, and it's going to be streaming on Peacock. I tried that last night. It was clunky, but finally got it to work. Uh, sitting there thinking, well, it, it shouldn't be this hard. Just click the logo, and there it is. Streaming's been a little weird as of late. Of course, I think a lot of that has to do with higher demand. I know the Euro is taking a lot of bandwidth. ESPN's having even problems, I've understood. But it worked. Once I got it going, it worked. And this is, again, this is where it's all going eventually. It's going to go. You're going to see a lot of this stuff on these platforms. We're just going to have too many platforms now. NBC is going to throw their stuff on Peacock. I'm still waiting to see what Time Warner does with the Turner Sports Properties, what kind of streaming platform you might have there. That might open up a little bit more. What if Turner was really a player in the college space? I know we're taking a left turn here, but what if Turner was really – a player in the college space. That would open it up a little bit. Wouldn't you think you would have a platform that would have more opportunity? Because really, right now, if you're not on ESPN, you're not on Fox Sports, where are you at? You're on places like, used to be NBC Sports Network. That's not going to be a thing. You're going to be on some regional sports networks. You're going to be stadium. How much of a reach do you get there? You're going to be on CBS Sports Network. How much of a reach you got there? Of course, you've got your national with NBC Sports, also known as the Notre Dame Network. 
You've got CBS proper. I mean, what kind of? I mean, you got ABC. What kind of? What kind of TV package can you get if you're piecemealing it together? And now you have Turner at least getting into more sporting events. And I think they did a fantastic job with the NFL when they had it, and they do a fantastic job with the NBA. And March Madness, I thought Turner was along with CBS. I thought that was brilliant. Now they're getting into the hockey business. What if they started getting into the college business as well? That would be. I think even better, to say the least. But as it is right now, this is where we're going with all this streaming stuff. And, of course, as I mentioned, baseball coming up tonight. Don't forget, you can hear these things on radio. That's what we do here, and you can hear it for free. Pirates coming up tonight, taking on Washington. We go on the air at 640. It's right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. And then we've got afternoon baseball tomorrow, so we don't have a show tomorrow I keep joking. Maybe we should do a podcast. Maybe I'll go back to my roots. Maybe we can call it the sports table again. I don't know. We were joking around earlier that maybe I should bring back the sports table. Would you like that? Let me know on Twitter. Would you like to see the sports table come back in some form? We could do it. We can make that happen for you. I just need to need you to let me know. Is that what you want? Every week we'll talk about, we'll just bring a round table of people together. We'll just talk about everything. And we'll have someone cater it for pizza. Because that's what we used to do. Back in our old days, we we would do that. We were just looking for an excuse to get pizza. I can do that and make it, make it happen. We'll bring it back. All right, coming up, final segment. Time for your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Every day, if you can't listen to the program live, you get a great alternative. We have a podcast. We post it daily during the show. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcasts, and you can download the latest episode of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Got some interesting news coming out of the Sun Belt. Now, they just wrapped up their annual meetings, and... The Sun Belt, I thought this was interesting, reading some of the notes. The Sun Belt finished with 50 linear football game broadcasts, generating 200 and... Am I reading this wrong? I'm going to make sure I'm reading this number right here. The number is $261 million in media value for the league. That's a lot of money. And it's remember, now they didn't get $261 million in cold hard cash. They got the value out of it. And that's coming out of a report heard by the conference CEOs during the meetings. And additionally, for the Sun Belt, viewership was up 135%. And seven of the linear game broadcasts included more than 1 million viewers, while print and electronic media garnered over six. Am I getting this right? Six. They're saying six B. The note says six B. I'm not, I'm not saying six, not six billion, right? No. You got a lot of readership. The Sun Belt is, is happening. Remember you used to make fun of the Sun Belt? Look at the Sun Belt now. There were teams that left the Sun Belt to get out and the Sun Belt's doing, if not good, better right now. I mean, if you're Western Kentucky, how are you feeling about leaving the Sun Belt right now? If you're Middle Tennessee, how are you feeling about leaving the Sun Belt right now? On the flip side, football might not be the strongest sport in Conference USA right now, but there's some room to grow. I mean, seriously, if you see some of the conference teams do better out of conference, I think that will start to build some momentum. Because really, that's where you're going to make a lot of people pay attention to you. If Marshall beats Navy, people are going to pay attention to Marshall, right? I mean, Marshall beats Appalachian State or Appalachian State beats Marshall. Okay, these are just two good teams out of the so-called group of five. 
going at each other. But if Marshall beats Navy, all of a sudden, oh, hey, watch out. Herd might be pretty good this year. So you got to win some of those games. You got to win those games and you've got to win them on a consistent basis, which is something that Marshall unfortunately was not able to do really with those opportunities. I mean, Marshall had a, a solid run under Don Holiday, but some of those bigger opportunities Marshall wasn't able to really seal the deal on. You win a few more of those, all of a sudden you're talking about a whole different level of, of interest, excitement not just locally, but nationally as well. You start winning more of those, and you're going to garner that attention. So I think the Sun Belt, looking at some of those notes coming out of their meetings, and again, they're evaluating themselves pretty good. They're getting a lot of exposure here. Would you say the Sun Belt right now is maybe behind the American? Where would you group them? Would you group the Sun Belt below the American? Because you got the American with that P6 narrative. They keep pushing that P6. I might be dating myself a little bit, but you remember the movie Heathers? Christian Slater in it. What was that line? Was it was it that one? Stop trying to make fetch happen. What, where that movie came from? That was a different movie. I get my memes mixed up. But stop trying to make P6 happen. I got to look that up now. See, that's going to bug me. I know we're going on the deep end here, but that's going to bug me. What movie did that quote come from? That, yeah, what? You know what? We'll, we'll solve that on Thursday if we even address it. We'll, we'll do that on Thursday. It's not going to be on a, a supplemental podcast, by the way. But I think what the American needs to do is stop trying to make P... Oh, it was Mean Girls. Okay, I found it. It was Mean Girls. So the American needs to stop doing what that one poor misguided child was trying to do in the movie Mean Girls. She was trying to make Fetch happen. The American needs to stop trying to make Fetch happen. P6 is not going to happen. Where's Doug Smock when you need him? That said, that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. How do I get Heathers and Mean Girls mixed up? How do I mix those two up? Shows you how much I really cared about those two movies. With that said, have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you on Thursday.